0: Welcome to Sling Stones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey, proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Now here's your host, Terry Wardle. Have you had time to look at the Healing Care Ministries website? I hope you've taken some time to do that. There are some announcements of upcoming events that are on there. Uh, In August, we're going to be doing a seminar down in Columbus. Uh, It's on listening as an act of healing. You can get information on that. It's going to be great. There's some special speakers coming in to be part of that. Uh, I'm having the opportunity to speak there also. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, A number of resources are available, and soon there will be information about an event taking place October 6 to 9 in Columbus. Again, uh, Kurt Thompson's coming in, several other speakers. We're going to talk about beauty and desire and the transforming love of God. So I hope you look there, uh, find out what's up, especially if you're in the greater Columbus area. Come join us. God really blesses us. It's a good thing when we're gathered together in his name. Also, just another bump to remind you that I have a new book coming out. You can pre-order it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. It is called From Broken to Beloved, A Journey of Awakening. It's all about unleashing the wonder that is inside of us that God has given us from the very first day we became his children and how the Holy Spirit wants to awaken us to that fact. So look it up, pre-order, that would be great. Dear Lord, I pray that today as I share these thoughts that you would stir our hearts, remind us of your goodness and your love, your consistent care for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I've mentioned several times, because it's been such a delight to me, that some of my old high school and college friends have found their way to listen to this podcast. And some of them on Facebook and through email have let me know that they've done so. And that's just been a blessing to me. But with that has come some questions. And (laughs) One came the other day, and I've faced this many times, but I was contacted by a college friend, and he was perplexed, and basically he wanted to know what in the world happened to me that I've suddenly, in his words, become religious and all about Jesus. How did that happen, that I'm in to Jesus, he said. Well, I understand why he asked the question, because there would have been nothing in my life that would have pointed to any interest whatsoever when I was in college. I had strayed about as far as a person can from anything having to do with a personal relationship with the Lord. I think the Lord had put a homing device in me when I was younger, but I sure was straying far, far from home. Did a whole lot of things I shouldn't have done. And so anybody that knew me back then would not have ever predicted, I am sure that I would have gone to seminary and gone another graduate degree and ended up speaking and writing on things that have to do with faith. So I get the question. Their memories of me are certain, certainly not memories of me being a person of faith. By the way, when, when this person asked me about being religious. Uh, I had to think about that because I I don't consider myself religious. I think religion is primarily about rules and uh, rituals and obligations. And I remember the words of Leonard Sweet in his book, So Beautiful, where he said that if this was about a religion, he would probably choose to be an agnostic. What is appealing about Christianity is it's about a living relationship with a living Savior, Jesus Christ, and that's what this is all about. So if somebody asked me, as my friend did, how did you get into this Jesus thing? Well, the simple answer is he invited me into his heart and he invited me to bring him into my heart. And that relationship has absolutely transformed my life. And now I have spent, wow, over four decades now having the opportunity to share that with other people. I was in church yesterday, and they were singing worship songs and choruses, and they sang this one that has these words, what a powerful name it is. Jesus Christ, my King. Nothing can stand against that name. Wow, that, that kind of said it all, and I, I was thinking about that, the power of the name of Christ, Acts 4.12. No other name will bring us wholeness like the name of Jesus. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus, because nothing can stand against that name. Philippians 2 talks about the fact that there will come a time where every knee will bow, and every tongue confessed that Jesus is the Lord. And even the book of James talked about the fact that demons shudder at the name of Christ. Now look, there's many theological considerations that we can do with this. The whole idea that the resurrection of Jesus proves the fact that he is the son of God, that's what Paul says in Revelation chapter one, I'm sorry, Romans chapter one, and also, Colossians talks about the fact that Jesus took on evil at the cross and canceled debt. These are deep theological considerations of Christ and important for us to know. But, But let me make it more personal for you. What I shared with this friend of mine, what it really means to me to be, if you will, a Jesus guy. You know what the Bible says? And this was true for me. He's the one that seeks us out. No matter how much we think we're pursuing Christ, the truth of the matter is he's been pursuing us long before he seeks us. Jesus even tells some parables about that. Uh, A parable of a shepherd seeking after a lost sheep and a woman seeking after coins. And this is what's amazing, that God crossed the universe to seek out me in the midst of all my brokenness, because I needed a physician. Not only that, the fact that Jesus accepts us, accepted me. I didn't come to him altogether. I didn't clean up my act first. I crawled, only to find that he was right there beside me, inviting me into his heart. This idea of acceptance I think is so important and you see it in scripture over and over again. His acceptance of Zacchaeus and the woman caught in adultery and the woman at the well and the lepers, they come to him and he doesn't say, now straighten up and I'll accept you. He accepts them right there because he can see beneath their brokenness to the wonder that God has given. And the compassion of Christ, my goodness, the heart of Christ. He cares about our struggles. He cares about our heartache. Even now, the Bible tells us that he's interceding for us in heaven. There's a scripture that talks about the fact that he sympathizes with us. It comes in the book of Hebrews. Excuse me. <clears throat> Just think of that. It, it's... He looks us at us in our struggle and it, it moves his heart. He sympathizes with He understands why we struggle, why we fail, why we skin our knee, why we wander. And his promise that there's no one that he casts out. Jesus is alive. And he wants to call us into a relationship with him. And this whole idea of seeking and accepting and having compassion and sympathy and holding on to us is what attracts me so deeply to being a follower of Christ, to walking the way of Jesus, the way Jesus walks the way. You know, there's so much that the Lord has done that I could never have done for myself. Think of the word righteous. Righteous simply means acceptable. And there is no way in my life that I could earn or prove acceptability before God because of my stumblings and my failures and my wandering. And yet what Jesus Christ comes and does is he invites us into his heart. We bring Jesus into our heart. And then he goes before the Father and he says, Terry's righteous. He's acceptable now. It's amazing. He, He declares it before heaven. He also says that he has given us peace with God. Paul writes about that in Ephesians. We're not at war with God. God's not aligned against us. We have peace there. He loves us. He gazes on us. He wants to bless us. He wants to fill us. And again, this all comes through Christ. And there's this incredible newness that's inside of us that I've talked about before. Jesus provides it. He comes, crosses the universe. He lives a perfect life. He puts our name on that life. And then we get a new heart and a new spirit and a new nature and a new identity. Nothing we could ever do or earn. That's that's what's so breathtaking about this. And that's one of the reasons that I will confess that, yes, I'm a Jesus guy. And it brings me delight to even say that. Now, I, I admit, my friend pretty much said, who'd have thought that you'd have turned out this way and ended up spending your life doing this? And that's so true. Whether it's things I did in high school or worse things I did in college, who'd have thought? And yet that's the miracle of Christ and how he comes. And once he embraces us into his heart because we've said yes, an awakening occurs. Who else would seek you like Jesus, accept you the way he does? Who else cares? Who else understands? Who else promises that no one and nothing can separate you from him? You know, we use the term in Christianity, a little phrase, being born again, and it means basically that our hearts get awakened to the wonder of Christ and we become part of his kingdom. And <laughs> I, I've often thought I'd like to be born again, 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 and again. And the promise of Scripture is those kind of awakenings do happen for us. That's why Paul writes in Ephesians that we can receive the Spirit over and over again So I guess the question is, would I recommend this? Oh, you bet. Absolutely. Inviting Christ into our hearts, being embraced by him, takes us on a grand adventure. Oh, yeah, there'll be ups and downs and mountain peaks and valleys, and we'll stumble and skin our knee, and at times we'll wander because of our weakness, and yet Christ never forsakes us. He does not cast us out. Just think of the scripture where Jesus even said to his disciples, I now call you my friends. The Lord of the universe has such a tender, gentle heart. And this is one of the reasons why I just gotta share the story. And so maybe it'd be good for you to be reminded of this or could it be that even today There's a prayer welling up inside of you that simply says, Jesus, I I want to know you. I want to love you. I want to serve you. Bring me into your heart. Oh, the Lord does that. And he does it in the most exciting ways. And all of a sudden, change occurs. I remember once hearing a man say that Jesus was what I didn't know I was looking for all along he tried many things but his life was marked by brokenness and disappointment and then he found Christ well that's true for me probably true for you and it's the good word of Christ so I love to talk about that and I'm sure we'll be talking about it more may God bless you in this day